everyone. This is Jess and Matt, and uh, we are actually on the Radical Road. This is the first episode that we are recording where we are in an 18-wheeler and we are hauling a big old John Deere tractor. What do you think about this, Matt? Yeah, it's, we are actually on the highway. I am going through the mountains right now in Wyoming. This probably is not safe, but I just want to remind everybody I am a professional. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm just crazy, like one of the two, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this, but um, yeah, we got a, well, it's not John Deere's biggest tractor they have by any means. It's a pretty medium-sized field tractor that we're taking to Idaho. Um, but but yeah. it's, it's oversized because of its axles. But yeah, but we're back together because I spent three weeks uh, getting trained. And so we were kind of apart there for a minute. I missed and now, you. And now we're back together in a truck not our truck we're in the king brothers truck not not the not the red truck that is going to be our truck to drive but well the, that's a king's brothers truck too it is but this is big blue we we nicknamed this one big blue big blue yeah like a like a bruise <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah we're out here in america going across the highway um Already so we, meeting some interesting people. Yeah, so we kind of thought maybe we'd just like kind of take a nosedive right into the trucking part of this whole radical road thing, you know, because I said it from the beginning, you know, we get in this truck and this is kind of a vessel for us to do some things. Um, and part of that is highlighting the trucking industry and what goes on out here because it's It's different. Like, I'm surprised what people think. So we're going to talk about what? I don't know. Like, just our initial impressions of things. Like, I, you knew nothing about the trucking industry. I've been in it for nine years. Um, Of course, I had initial uh, impressions when I started. But I'm really curious. Like, I, I know it's only been, we're like on day two here out on the road together. But... Have you seen anything yet? Like, is anything, like, what you didn't expect? Like, what are your initial impressions? So, yes, and I'm glad you asked. Because this morning, um, so last night, because of the truck we're in, there's not a big enough bed in the back. It's a twin size. So, unless we want to lay on top of each other, um, that's... We're staying in a hotel, and we're so thankful for... Maybe uh, I should have pulled off where there were no hotels. We're so thankful for Nate, the owner of King Brothers, to put us up in a hotel. Um, But I woke up this morning, and I'm getting ready for the day, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm just kind of thinking, wow, like this trucking thing is not at all what I thought it was. Um, I think, you know, everyone kind of has this, like general stereotype or general impression of what they think trucking is and I was one of those people obviously and until I met Matt actually Matt's been driving for nine years um something like that something like that I, have yeah. no, I really don't have any somewhere clue. in that 
range. Um, and so I guess to kind of tell you what I thought, I just thought, you know, sadly, I thought it was just unhealthy people driving around the country, obviously giving us what we need in our stores, um, delivering the goods of America, but that their lifestyle was unhealthy and um, that they were just an interesting group of people and that there was a lot of, that there's a lot of perversion in the industry. Um, you know, when you, when you hear about truck drivers, you don't always hear the, about the stories that are positive. You always hear about some negative stories, maybe on the news or they're portrayed in a negative way on television and movies and in shows. So, you know, I guess that stereotype was, the information was gathered um, because I've never experienced it myself. And so it's interesting as I meet these drivers um, to hear their stories and they're hard workers. They're hard workers. A lot of them have been doing it for years. They have taken care of their families this way and done well. They've provided well for their families um, and they actually enjoy it. And I've just learned so much just getting introduced to the trucking industry. I'm a learner. One of my strengths in the Street Finders test is learner. And so I'm loving it because I'm learning so much about the ins and outs they don't just drive and sit and drive and sit. They're actually doing paperwork. They're calling in um, to drop off their loads. They're calling into ports. They're, I mean, there's so much involved. Yes. So, yeah, do you want to add to that? What else do you guys do, like, besides just sit? Well, I mean, first off, I just, you know, we had this conversation about, how, like, what my initial impressions were. And I was like, I kind of said, I don't know if I had initial impressions because I think when I got into trucking, I just wanted to have an open mind about it. Um, but then I sat and thought about it more and I'm like, you know, maybe I did have some impressions. Um, Cause I even remember as a kid, like you get in the car and you go on vacation, you travel, travel cross country and you stop in a truck stop and you're right about the perversion thing because you go in there and they have the magazine, the giant magazine rack with all the covers over, the blank covers over the top of the magazines so you couldn't see the see the girls. Right, yeah. yes. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if you see stuff like that anymore. And the calendars of the girls they used to have. But I remember that stuff as a kid, like when we'd stop and you'd go in, you'd be like, what's going on there? What? Is that Field and Stream or what is that? <laughs> like, what's that magazine? Right. But, uh, but, and then the other thing is like, I don't know, I, I was initially shocked when I got out on the road and you start meeting other drivers and stuff. There is a lot of college educated people with master's degrees, doctorates, um, that quite honestly just got tired of the red tape of the corporate world or whatever industry they were in. Or the stress. Yep. And they found freedom in driving and, you know, a lot of people will refer to it as getting bit by the driver bug or whatever. 
Um, but that shocked me because you just kind of assume, you know, oh, it's people that graduated high school and they thought this was something they might like to do and they go take a training class and get a CDL and then they're on the road, right? Like, you don't think of them as educated people necessarily. Um, and honestly, I've met truckers with an extreme amount of common sense. Yes. Well, that helps. <laughs> yeah. When you're navigating traffic and these tight spaces and truck stops and at shippers and wherever, um, common sense comes in real handy. No. Um, and, you know, just, you know, it's interesting because going back to, you know, perversion, you hear about the lot lizards, um, you know, those are the prostitutes in the lots and I never knew that the name was Lot Lizards. And I mean, that's yeah. still going on today. Um, There's definitely a trucking jargon. Yes. The, the words and stuff that people use. and um, Like Super Truck. Peterbilt super, 379. Super, super Trucker. <laughs> um, no, we can get into that stuff too because it's pretty funny. Like it's... I mean, it's not its own language or anything, but there's a lot of words that people around the trucking industry are like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> they don't know. Um, the lot lizards, that's a funny one. They even have stickers you can put on your door that say, that has a lizard with a cross through it so that the lot lizards will leave you alone at night. <laughs> I did not know this. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, it's kind of an ugly sticker. I wouldn't put it on my brand new Peterbilt. <laughs> no, I want to meet these women. Like, I, I'm intrigued. I want to ask them questions. Well, yeah, it was funny because we, we stayed in a hotel last night, which God bless Nate. Like, he's like, I want to get you guys on the road, get you started on what you're doing. Your truck's not quite ready yet. Um, would you be opening to taking this other truck? And I'll just pay for the hotel. Like, God bless that guy. Like, yes, he's we honor him. He is such a good dude, and he's just really embracing what we're trying to do. Um, so I just want to take a second and say that because yeah. he's just such a great guy, and like, what's happening in his company is I just can't wait to see where this thing goes. Um, He's, he really has a anointing on him Absolutely. to grow this business and just change some things about it too, um, the whole perception of it and whatever. But anyway, back to the lot lizards because we were staying in a hotel last night and we were pulling in the truck stop and there's a couple parked cars by trucks and Jess is getting all excited. Hey, look, I think those are lot lizards. I'm like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Matt's like, it could be the wives of these drivers, Jess. They're in the area, so the wives are, you know, going to see their husbands or vice versa. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so, I mean, get, this is also new to me. She's getting all excited about the lot lizards. Yeah. Am I going to see one? Yeah. Trust me, you'll see one. And, and the thing is, is like, I don't know. I don't know. It's so weird how you think about things. It's like, um, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or what, but 
I feel like lot lizards are more prevalent in different parts of the country, too. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> well, and I, I want to, you know, I think we're meant to be out here, Matt, to change the stereotype. Like, yeah. we don't want to fit under that umbrella of what you normally think of when you think of a truck driver. I mean, there is truck drivers out here doing good things. Yeah. Like, they're also doing ministry on the road like us. They're also yes. good people out here that have good hearts. And not that they don't have good hearts, but I'm just saying, like, there's, you know, there's room for change in the trucking industry yeah. and room to, to do good on the road as we're on the road. And that's one of the things that drew us to King Brothers was, of course, Nate and Janine planted a church, their followers. And I didn't even realize, like, how many drivers are that work for Nate and just, and just employees yeah. who have faith. Man, it just creates a, a powerhouse kind of culture and um, company. But, you know, not every driver is out here trying to find lot lizards. Like, that, that's not what we're saying. No, but I can also <laughs> see how it would be easy when you have a nice... Nice sleeper in the back of your truck, and you got everything you need, your microwave, your, you know, your fancy stuff they make for truckers now. I mean, we bought a cooler that you can make into a double-sided freezer, or you can make it a cooler freezer, and I'm like, oh, that's new. I've never seen that. I mean, there's a lot of fancy stuff um, that... Um, is out there for truckers right now. And you can live in your own little isolated, selfish world within yeah. your truck if you choose to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And obviously there's great opportunity for that. Like when you're by yourself cruising across country all the time, it does open the door for things like that. Because you don't have the community around you sharpening your iron saying, no, don't do that. Like nobody's watching you out here necessarily you're watching yourself right but, but um, honestly like we're not meant to do life alone no no no. it's in the bible i mean we're no. not meant to do life alone so i would not be out here if you were not with me <laughs> <laughs> well and so do you feel like this time with me so far is different than when you used to drive over the road well absolutely tell us why tell our tell our audience why <laughs> So the best part of, well, not even necessarily having, like, because there's people that team drive too, but this is different, like having your, your spouse with you because she's just so great. Like, oh, are you hungry? Let me make you a sandwich. So I'm like, I'm like, I feel like I got my own little truck butler in here or something. Like a, like a, it's like a flight attendant, but it's a truck attendant. Yeah, it's like a flight attendant. <laughs> I bought a GPS, you know, um, and technology is so cool because you can plug in the dimensions of your vehicle and it'll make sure that you don't go on roads that you're not supposed to. But the, I haven't figured the whole thing out, so it makes this dinging noise. And I said, you know, it sounds like an airplane when you call the flight attendant. It goes... <laughs> Bing. And so then I started joking. I'm like, oh, I got my own flight attendant in here. Would you like coffee, water, or tea, or soda? <laughs> uh, well, that's what women, we wives, we women are called to be our husband's helpers. 
And so it gives me an opportunity to help you while you drive and, yeah. and support our family. And, and it's, um, you know, it's fun to see you in your element too. You're so good at what you do. And you were fueling today. You were outside fueling at the gas pump. And I was like, man, I got the best looking truck driver around. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that's, that's definitely bias. Uh, yeah, probably. But in my mind, right? I don't know. I mean, I like we've put some serious thought into like when we're out here, is there a way to maybe turn the culture upside down so people have a different view, right? Um, so we're speaking about it, but we're also, the way we present ourselves out on the road, like that's part of it too, right? Yes. So, you know, we bought a little gear. You got a nice little brand new Peterbilt hat. And then you're wearing your truck it t-shirt today yeah i'm a truck it um, yeah um so you know just to kind of share a story that happened recently on what we're trying to do out here on the road is we really want to inspire other truck drivers um to 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 get on board with what we're doing you know especially if you don't have faith we want you to find faith we'd love to be a part of that for you but, and our website's gonna have resources as, as well to encourage that. But, you know, if you're a truck driver out there and you, you do have faith in, in God and, and Jesus, we want you to um, jump on board with what we're doing. You know, uh, here's one of the testimonies from one of the truck drivers that has been following us. He said, yesterday I was out in the heat of Texas pulled over to check my load and a hitchhiker approached me and I gave him a ride for about five hours. I've never picked up a hitchhiker in my entire life. And I just had a peace about it. Jesus gave me a peace about it and was able to minister to him while he was in the truck sleeping. I had a friend of mine who I went to college with call me and tell me that he wanted to kill himself. So I was able to counsel him and listen to him. When we are available to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will always give us the opportunities. And that's why I love being on this quote unquote radical road. Let's go. See, you guys, it takes an army. It's God's army. Um, and that's what it's all about. What we're doing, this is what it's all about. Yeah. You know, we want to meet people. We want to pass on the love. It's about just loving people all over this country because right now, as we all know, um, it's a crazy world out there and there's a lot of negative um, going on. There's a lot of evil going on. And what we want to do is we want to spread the love through God. And also I'd like to say, probably don't pick up hitchhikers. This is not a... Yeah, we're not endorsing that. <laughs> this is not an endorsement of picking up random people but on the side of the road. But he felt peace um, in God. He felt yeah. moved to do that in that moment through right. God. So, right. yeah. But I thought I'd just say that. Yeah, because, we're not endorsing that. Because it can be <laughs> dangerous. Like, yes. You know, because there are things going on in the road right now in terms of sex trafficking and drug trafficking and these types of things. Like, you got to be careful out here, too. Um, Use there, wisdom. There, there is evil that exists in the world, people. So, yes. um, 
you know, be careful what you're doing. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, those stereotypes are for a reason. I mean, those are driven right. from real stories, right. you know, of sex trafficking, um, you know, that we've had a, we came from Utah and then right before we left Utah, there was a couple of stories of young 13, 14 year old girls that were speaking in chat rooms with truck drivers yes. and those truck drivers met them, picked them up and they were on their way to the border and Thank you, Jesus. The feds caught up with them and saved them. So, yes, that stereotype is driven for real reasons. But we want to change that atmosphere. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. That kind of took a, we kind of took a rabbit trail there. But, uh, I don't know. I want to talk about some of the positive things, you yeah, know. Do. Um, Please share. Because, you know, this industry is just, there's nothing else like it. Like, it's so unique, you know? Um, just what it takes to operate and um, just what it does for, for our country, you know? And, you know, we want to point out some of those things that people think about truckers. And we want to, you know, break those things off and, you know, maybe show you a little something different um that's going on out here yeah um and we'll be interviewing a lot of those positive those people and those positive stories yes and that's actually one of the things i'm most looking forward to because you know i want to bring to life just our conversations that we're having with people already just in the two days we've been together you know we've been able to talk to some people but I look forward to putting a mic on these people and just having them tell their stories. Yeah. Because it's interesting. It's just, I mean, people fascinate me anyway, but people living this career, this lifestyle, whatever you want to call it, it's so much different than anything else. The stories are just fascinating. We met a gentleman yesterday loading up this tractor who was next to us. He lives down in Mississippi. And, you know, we're over there. This is this is my first time alone loading this type of equipment. And this is Jess's first time in a truck. And he just comes over and just the nicest guy. Oh, man, wasn't he? Yes, that southern accent, yeah. that just kindness that... I mean, he's an older man. He said, I've been in this business 34 years. I'm ready to retire. Yeah. But just, you know, looking for some interaction, you know, he's spending his days in his truck and he's looking for interaction with people. And, yeah. you know, he just. And he's weathered. He's very weathered. You can tell he's lived a good life, a long life, you know, yeah. very weathered. Man. Yeah, you can yeah. tell he's worked hard. Worked he's hard. He's got those big, strong hands and yeah. with the ground in dirt in the cracks. And, <laughs> ready uh, to get home to his wife, he said. Yeah, ready to get home. <laughs> and he also said that she rides along with him quite a bit, too. So, yeah. Um, but that's the stuff that's really cool. Like, you just get to meet interesting people, hear their story. And to me, as we get into this, and we start miking up these people, It, we're gonna hear some cool stories, right? Like, um, because they've, you, 
if you're out on the road for 36 years, just think all the stuff you've seen. Well, and you know, <laughs> please share the story. Last week, I wasn't with you. You were with um, Nate. And you yeah. guys were hauling to Salt Lake. Um, tell the story about um, when you stopped and you, you stopped with another truck driver. Yeah, and, and I probably should lay a little bit of groundwork on that. I won't go in depth on the story, but um, I don't know. We were just kind of chatting about some things that he had going on. So I'm like, hey, let's just uh, let's just pray about this real quick. So we're in the we're driving down the interstate. And we're just sending, full sending it in the truck. Power and authority. Like, it was the coolest thing. And and we were just asking God for some things. And, you know, after the prayer, you know, I just kind of offered up a different way of looking at the things that he had in front of him, right? So later that night, uh, another one of the King Brothers drivers was shut down for the evening at this truck stop. And we were going right by there. So he's like... Hey, what do you think about stopping there and just visiting with him for a bit and having dinner? I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I would love that. So we stop and we have dinner and um, come to find out this driver, he was, he's a Christian, actually ex-Amish. <laughs> so I can just imagine his story. I'd love to sit down and talk to him for a few hours. And but, we actually uh, will be interviewing people that grew up Amish, too, right. that are no longer Amish. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So they can share and educate us. What? I mean, yeah. just crazy, amazing stories, yes. right? Yes. Um, but anyway, we get done with dinner, and Nate is like, you know what? I think, you know, Enos has got some things in front of him this week. We're trying to put some things together. So he gets home on time. What do you guys think about just praying right here in the truck stop and, and over this? Love we're, it. And we're like, yeah, let's go. So the three of us are just standing in the middle of a flying J in uh, Nebraska, having it out with God. And uh, it, it was just cool. And I don't know, those are the things too where, you know, in the middle of it, you're not looking around, but I can just imagine like, because it always happens where people are kind of looking like what's going on over there so yeah um you know yesterday i was listening to a message by robert madu and he's with social dallas and the message name was uh, shame off you and um he said that when you choose not to follow the masses in this world you're awkward you're called to be awkward you're called to be awkward when you follow the kingdom and that reminds me, that's just not like an awkward moment for other people, right? It's awkward for you, but right. you stepped into right. faith at that moment. And we're called to be awkward. We're called to be different, yes. right? Well, the comment that Nate made afterwards was, I think your boldness has rubbed off on me. Yes. Um, and from the very beginning, that was one of my hopes for all of this was like, there would be this kind of wave of inspiration that follows us because I mean we're just of the mindset right now where we're just like we're going for it like whatever gets put in front of us we're going to stand in what we believe in yep and you know what we're, we're not going to condemn 
yeah. but, but we're not going to compromise. Right. Right. We're yeah. going to stand biblically aligned with what we speak about. Yeah. And so we're not going to compromise, but we're not going to condemn. We're out here to love. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we realize and understand that there's going to be some, um, topics and some comments that, you know, come across that people aren't always going to like, and they're going to attack. But we're actually going to look at it as when you attack, we're doing something right. Yes. I agree with that 100%. I just, there needs to be some boldness and and hopefully we create that people along the way to where they step into their purpose yes. and what's ahead of them. Um, and open up perspective. Right. 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 Like, you know, we spoke on one of the episodes that, you know, it's about having an open mind, but yet, you know, there's scripture that says, don't always go through the open gate, go through the narrow gate. And when you yeah. narrow, go through the narrow gate, that means you're awkward in the kingdom. And so we need to really um, think about what we're opening our mind up to. And so having perspective and really standing in who you are Right? Yeah. So it's the end of Maine. It's snowing right now. Are you seeing this? I am seeing it snowing. It's snowing. There's a beautiful sunny sky, and then there's these billowing clouds. So it was crazy. Yesterday we saw a semi pass by us with some radioactive material. (laughs) And I'm like, there's no way I would be in that truck right now. I don't care what kind of container that stuff's in. I'm going to get near it. Yeah. I'm like, I think I'm getting heart palpitations just driving next to it. <laughs> and then we pull up to one of those trucks that carries the wind wind binds. Is that what is that how you say it? Wind binds? Oh the The, the turbines. Yeah, the wind turbines wind, that create electricity. Yeah. The Yeah. It's like the main housing that the wind turbines. The yes. turbine connects to and it was huge. How many wheels were on that? I don't know. That thing was probably what how long? 14 axles, oh. maybe more. Um, oh, yeah. Like, you see those things from the road, and you you go, oh, yeah, they look pretty big. And then you see that stuff on the ground. It's huge. <laughs> oh. And the blade on the turbine, those things are like, I don't even know how those guys haul that stuff around. It, it, they're just huge. 100-something feet long, probably. I don't know what they are, but good for them, right? Like, Definitely more tires than Mormons have kids, for sure. Whoa, Mormon <laughs> joke. <laughs> Which I love the Mormons. They're my friends. Oh, yeah, we got yeah, a few of them. We have a lot of Mormon friends out there. Yeah. Um, and they would laugh at this joke, by the way. Yeah, it is interesting what you see gets hauled around, though. And I don't think people realize, you know, they go to the stores, they go to the grocery store, they go to the Target, they see this stuff all on the racks. I don't think a lot of people stop and think about where it comes from, right? Right. Um, Did you think about it before? I did think about that aspect, and I've always been very grateful. I do know that, and I have always known, I guess it was what was instilled in me and how I was brought up in that it is a very hardworking blue collar industry. Um, But I guess one of the stories 
for me, that really hits home. Um, going back to just the stereotype of truck drivers is my grandfather owned um, a sod farm. It was actually the first sod farm in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And he was in business for 35 years until he turned it over to my uncles. And, you know, it was called Witter's Turf Farms. And his slogan was, our grass is legal. And you probably have heard about it because my cousin Haley Witters is a country singer. And uh, she, she sings songs about my, our grandfather and his slogan is on her hats. Anyway, um, all of us grandkids have some solid memories of my grandparents and their sod farm. And we used to hang out with the grandparents. And when we wake up in the morning, I remember I would go out to the shop and all of his employees were out there having meetings in the shop and all of his men. And I remember his truck driver that drove his dump truck. He worked for my grandfather all through the years and talk about the kindest man. But I'm gonna give you a visual of, get ready for his name, Box of Rocks. His name was Box of Rocks. And he, man, he held that name up that to a high standard. That wasn't on his birth certificate, was it? I, you never know. <laughs> I don't know. But when he smiled, his teeth looked like a box of rocks. Oh, boy. And, but talk about the kindest, kindest, most gold heart you could ever imagine. That man was just so lovable. He laughed. He smiled all the time. But he wore this collared shirt, a Witter's collared shirt, and it buttoned down. And when it got down to his belly... The, the buttons popped open <laughs> and they might have even broke off, but his belly was hairy and it always hung out. And, you know, in Iowa in the summer, there's humidity, it gets 100 degrees and he would just be a sweating box of rocks when he came back into the yard. <laughs> and but every time he left or every time he came back, I would run out and say hi to him because he was just such a good man, good hearted man. But I guess maybe that's where my visual came from, too, of the industry, was through Boxer Rocks. Um, but talk about a loyal set of people. Like, yeah. they are a loyal set of people. And, um, and so, yeah, I... But he was kind of your visual perception of what a trucker was. He was my visual perception. Yeah. Yeah. wonder what Boxer Rocks yeah, is up to. Or if he's even alive today. I don't know. But, yes. I know. Um, it's hard to eat healthy on the road, though. Um, you really have to be... Focused. Focused on what you're doing. Like, it's very easy to get tempted by truck stop food and diner food and all these things. But we're doing well for the two days. Yeah. <laughs> we planned ahead. But uh, somebody should come up with, like, a trucker cookbook or something. I don't know. That's not really my area of expertise, Cook, but somebody's out there. Yeah, like how to make meals in a truck. Yeah. Like, I think that would sell like a, yeah, all kinds of copies. Maybe we, we I don't definitely know. would be an influencer for that. Or people, maybe people just like their big trucker mugs and roller dogs. I don't know. Yeah, we're no, we're we're trying to we're trying to we're trying to keep a slimmer bod as we're in this truck. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go for that. Maybe there's an episode there. I don't know. I'm already uh, prepped. I got my I got my workout bands and small weights and um, uh, app for my phone. 
Um, I'm getting prepped for when we're nonstop on the road. And then, uh, Matt, you're going to rig something up for our, our road bikes on the back of, uh, of the truck somehow? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, me and Caleb, our shop manager, whatever you want to call him. I call him kind of nutty, but... You'll see uh, Caleb in a lot of our um, social media. I kind of put it in his ear. I'm like, hey, I'm trying to come up with a, a way to mount our bikes on the on the back of the truck. Because, I mean, we could just tie them up all willy-nilly, but we got a little bit of money in our bikes. I want to protect them a little bit. So I'm like, hey, I just want to put this in your ear. Maybe we can engineer something and, and put these on the back of the truck. But... Um, we'll yeah. see what we come up with, but we definitely want to do that. There's definitely some downtime in a bikes, good way to get some exercise and get around town and things. So we're going to be adventurous as we're doing this. Yes. So anyway, um, but, uh, yeah, we should probably wrap this up. What do you think? By the way, we, we have a name for our truck and it might be introduced before we you even hear this podcast but we're pretty stoked about it um, my sister's actually the one that came up with it and there's some real meaning behind it so we're excited to introduce her to everyone so we'll be doing that on social media if you have it may have already happened by the time you listen to this yes are we releasing the name now no not yet not, not yet, yet. Not yet. We don't know when this episode is coming out and if the truck will be done. So. Oh, uh, yeah. That's probably a good idea. We wait till we're actually got the truck. Yes. And we can, like, slam a bottle of champagne up against the nose of her. <laughs> you know, Jesus I, drank wine at the supper table, guys. I christened the... Yes. And then the name. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if people do that. Um. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, please check out all of our social media. We have it all. There's a link tree um, link on our Instagram. Our Instagram is at the Radical Road. The link tree is link tree slash uh, the Radical Road. Our website will be coming out. That is on the radicalroad.com. So please follow us, please subscribe and share with your friends. We want more rad roadies to get on this yeah. journey with us. And something that's uh, kind of been on my heart um, about this journey that's kind of come up that I've recognized and that I want to dig into deeper here in the near future is just truck stops. I don't know, it's disheartening when you go in these places and the buildings are run down, you know, the facilities are kind of a mess. You know, the, as a driver, these are the places where we're kind of living part of our life at. And man, the lack of respect and honor from both sides, the owners of the truck stops and the drivers is just disgusting. And it's kind of been working on me a little bit the last few weeks I've been out because, you know, there's trash in the yards. And, and don't get me wrong, there's some of these places are way better than others. But my goodness, like both sides of that fence can do so much better. I don't know. What, are, what was your first impression of the couple of truck stops we've been in so far? Yeah, I would say not the cleanest, not the nicest, not the cleanest. 
and they could be. And you know, I also recognize that truck drivers aren't the friendliest to each other. Like it's like like just say hello, hey, what's going on? Yeah. You know, to each other even like just. But you know, I just looking at it from a different perspective. I'm sitting here going, you know, these drivers. This is part of their livelihood. They spend lots of money, and that doesn't just include fuel either. You know, there's showers there and there's food there and there's products that we use out here in the road to do our jobs and I'm just like these people are taking the money freely but they're not investing back into these properties and it's it's saddening and I know that uh, you know their businesses they're in business to make money and everything but I'm trying to see where the investment is in the future and I think I think you know, Love's Truck Stop in particular has done a really good job over the years building new buildings and redoing their facilities and everything. But man, I tell you, the rest of them out here, it's, uh, it's an ugly situation. And it, it's, it's on the drivers too. Like they're leaving their garbage and pee bottles and just just nastiness and it's like didn't you say you caught one driver peeing outside in the lot by his truck oh yeah we stopped at a place and i just pulled up to fuel island to run in real quick to use the bathroom and grab a drink and i come out and this guy is literally up against his steer tire urinating right at the fuel island that's awful Come I mean, on, guys. Are, I mean, are Love you, yourself a little bit more than I mean, that. are you kidding me? Yeah. I, I just, I was so mad. Like, I wanted to say something, but I was afraid that what was going to come out of my mouth in that moment. Because I'm like, this is not just where truckers are. There's children, you know, right. in, the, in the area there. And it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, uh. I don't know. So that's that's like that's part of something that we want to get across too. Is like, man, where's the respect? Where's the honor for this career and for the businesses that attach themselves onto it and make money and stuff? Like, so anyway, we'll get into that more later. It's time to wrap this one up. Yep. We just wanted to kind of give you our thoughts on on what's happening in the first couple days and what our first impressions are and kind of highlight some of the things that we've seen so far. Um, obviously, we'll get into more of it later. Yes, and uh, we look forward to seeing you out on the road. 